What's up, my people? Welcome to Fellowship Bible Church's Sermon Spotlight, where we're coming at you each and every week with a fresh weekend to debrief in an effort to send biblical truth. And what better way to do that than by the power of conversation? I'm one of your hosts, Caleb Pearson. Joining me today on Sermon Spotlight, I'm coming your way, Senior Pastor Mark Carey. Mm. Mark, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. The look of surprise in your eyes that I introduced you first. I know it used to. Uh, hopefully, it was a welcome one. I know and my then place Mark, usually. <laughs> and then he's back in the host spotlight. I don't know if he's upset or not. Mark Francis. I'm fine. And uh, you know, you say I, when you introduce yourself, you say I'm one of the hosts. I view you as the host. Oh Caleb. please, oh posh, you know, posh to that good sir. We, we have I just the pastor out. over here to kind of elaborate and give the the depth and the yeah. meat, and you have me over here just being a talking head, and, and it's you a, get it's the rain. Very everything valuable. In. I just figured I'd mix it up today. He, he always gets introduced last. Maybe he's feeling bad about it this whole time. It's okay. So there you go, Mark. And people say they don't like our banter, but I, I feel like it gives some character and flavor to what they're about ready to listen to. I don't know if that makes At sense. At least that's not, what but. we keep telling ourselves. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> guys, let's jump into a weekend in review for Fellowship Bible Church, Winchester, Virginia. Mark Francis coming your way first. During this uh, pre-hurricane minute, rain how season. Come, how come Mark gets to go first? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. I <laughs> mean. <laughs> okay. Hey. All right. All right. But I'll be going for it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but. Let's yeah. unpack, you know, Romans, Romans 15. Yeah. I mean, I will probably turn to Mark because this is a passage. We're in Romans 15 and we're getting near the end of the book that we've been studying for a couple of years now. And it's heavy in application. And I love that. So I love kind of just continuing to have a conversation about this. And believe it or not, this is one of those passages that I memorized early on as a kid and, and mm. growing up in a Christian school. You, you learn your ABCs, you learn your alphabet, and I was I had phonics, you know, phonics class where you phonetically learn how to pronounce words. We also had Bible memory verses. And historically, year after year, you start with the letter A, and you find scripture verses that start with A. Well, one of them was, you know, all of sin and fallen short of the glory of God. That was a standard one for when you're younger. And then once you get to fourth or fifth grade, you've learned that pretty much five years in a row. And now we're on to accept one another, just as mm. God has accepted you to the glory of God. So this is a, it's a cool passage for me because I remember always starting school, and kids are right now starting school year. And for me, for Christian school, you get to memorize the passage, and it's Romans fifteen seven. So that's my little nugget for the day. And so for all of you going, you know, listening, driving down the road, you can memorize Romans fifteen seven. Mm. It starts with the letter A. I don't remember what I did in fourth grade. That wasn't too long ago. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. You, don't, don't start. Did you make it out of third? <laughs> Maybe <you> don't. <laughs> but I, I love the passage of how it's continually calling us to this application of how do we, how do we live out this mm-hmm. life based off what God has done for us? In community. In community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so I almost have more questions than answers. And, and not that I have answers, but Mark, I'd turn to you because you brought out the Good Samaritan passage. Mm-hmm. And and at first glance, I don't see it, but that's why you get paid the big bucks to kind of see these things. What What is in the kind of the, in the text that draws us to that passage of the Good Samaritan? Good question. I, um, I think it, my mind just automatically went there because mm-hmm. the first two verses, uh, I think of the strong, I think of bearing uh, the the idea of weaknesses of, of those that without, who are without strength, um, not pleasing ourselves, 
but then the key was verse two, but please his neighbor for his good. And Mm. my mind immediately went to Luke 10, um, you know, good teacher, what must I do to inherit? There's no one good, but God. And, uh, you know, what does the law say? So on and so forth as the, 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 the dialogue went on. And then he tells a story of the good, the good Samaritan, uh, who was the strong one mm-hmm. finding the weak one um, and bearing him up, um, not pleasing himself. And it was, it was costly. And if you're the strong one and bearing with the weaknesses of others, you're not to please yourselves. It's, mm-hmm. There's cost involved. And it, those first two verses just had good Samaritan story mm-hmm. written all over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's conjecture that did Paul, was he thinking of that? I, I, I brought out that Luke was the only one of the gospel writers who recorded that parable. And Luke mm-hmm. was a traveling companion with Paul. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I, so I'm assuming he was familiar with that story of the good Samaritan. Yeah. And it was an impactful story, especially as a Jew, uh, it would stick in your mind that it was a good Samaritan and 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 most unlikely person, um, and it's instructive. Uh, it's the words of Christ that parable. Um, Paul would say, um, you know, imitate me as I imitate yeah. uh, God, and and uh, so it was just those the kind of the words and those that that the sense of that passage. I thought that would be a great place to start. And the Good Samaritans. And the, the way the parable started was the question of who is my neighbor? Yeah. And, and it's almost this kind of, you know, is he looking to trick Jesus or trying to get him to say something? And really this interesting flip right. <laughs> that Jesus does by giving the story and then ending up saying, yeah. uh, th- this is our neighbor. You know, and what, a Samaritan? Are yeah. you kidding me? And I didn't bring this out, but another interesting little twist is that that lawyer in that story in Luke 10 viewed himself, obviously, as the stronger one. Mm. Uh, you know, what, what must I do to inherit, inherit eternal life? Jesus said, you know the law. What does it say? Oh, I, I've done all these things from my youth up. Um, well, go sell your possessions, give to the poor, and then come follow mm. me and you'll have treasure in heaven. And, um, and come follow me. And so here was a self viewed self-righteous, a, a self-strong, spiritually strong person. Hmm. And I think what Jesus was doing in that story was saying, you may think you're spiritually strong, but spiritual strength is going to be measured in how you um, minister to the weaknesses of others. Hmm. Seeking to justify himself, the passage says, he then asks, well, who is my neighbor? Kind mm-hmm. of deflecting. Mm-hmm. And that's when Jesus tells a story and basically says, so who proved to be the neighbor? Which one of these was the neighbor? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not. And so that might also be part of what Paul is saying here. He identifies himself as one of the strong. Now, we who are strong, and I wouldn't doubt that there was kind of these quotes, you know, we who think we're, you know, we're, <laughs> right, we're, right, we're, right. we're the spiritual ones. We need to bear with the weaknesses. And sadly, a lot of times, this, the more people who think they're spiritual um, base that on uh, a list of 
do's and don'ts, a list yeah. of the the, mm-hmm. the religious checklist. Uh, well, I'm not doing that. I certainly wouldn't touch that. And I, well, I, 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 I would never go there and I would never, you know, eat meat offered to idols in the temple. I'm the spiritual strong one. Mm-hmm. And just like mm-hmm. the parable, the guy who was the lawyer who knew the law and would never do these things, uh, Jesus got at the heart of it. And the heart of it was, whose neighbor are you? You know, um, are you being uh, t- towards? And um, I think that's kind of what Paul is suggesting here. That's as what well. Paul is doing by going to this chapter now, coming off of chapter fourteen mm-hmm. of what you're saying. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not. I can eat those that meat. I understand the grace concept. I'm not one of those weaker people. And now here he's saying, yes, we should still bear the weaknesses. But look at what Christ did. You know, not even Christ. He did not please himself. It was what verse three goes into. Yeah. And so the, it's that instant, just let's take us to Christ. Let's take us to that imitator of, of who we're to follow and replicate and recognize that we might be strong in some areas, but yeah. certainly we can be weak in others. Yeah. We, and, and, and it's so easy to judge ourselves based on someone else. Somebody else. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in, a, in the Christian community. Well, I'm not doing those bad things like they're doing, or I'm doing all these good things better than that person is. It's a it's a it's a dangerous uh, argument because you'll always find somebody who's just a little <laughs> maybe bigger of a notch than you are, mm-hmm. either on the legalism scale or on the grace scale. Yep. And he goes right to the to the top. For even Christ did not, and ultimately that's that's who are we we are to emulate. Mm-hmm. Christ always sets the standard for mm-hmm. our Christian life. Not what other people doing. It's the old, you know, saying, well, what would Jesus do in this situation? And sometimes we want to say, well, you know, I don't care what Jesus would do. He's God. <laughs> well, well, no, we, we, we need to care because he is our standard bearer. And based on the doctrines from the earlier chapters in the book, mm. uh, it is that Christ's life that is mm-hmm. to be lived out in our life. Um and uh, it's and it's a very possible thing to do if we walk by the Spirit. Yeah. Romans eight, yeah. we will not fulfill the desires of the flesh, and that's the danger of of the desires of the flesh. If if we do set the standard on something besides Christ, we will find that standard and and operate out of it. Yeah. And so I think that can and it'll be, always be lower. It'll always mm-hmm. be lower and warped. Mm-hmm. And and now there's a spiritual complacency. Well, I'm not as bad as that person. I can never be as good as that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, the, Paul is really stirring the pot here in, these, mm-hmm. in this applicable, uh, applicational section of Romans. I mean, he just says we're not to please ourselves, period. I mean, there you go. Yeah. We are yeah. either, in the point that one principle was, we are either to be other-centered or we will be self-centered. And um, in my mind, that brings about the, uh, if we do all these things but have not love, we, you know, we are a noisy symbol yeah, right. or a gong, and, mm. and we can do the right things for the wrong reasons at times. And that's hard to snuff out That's right. in a local church There's that, on that superficial glance. That, there's that uh, love without hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The real deal, genuine, he keeps coming back to that. He's just uh, putting the spotlight a little differently on it in this passage. Mm. Um, but it is the overarching guiding principle for believers in fellowship and community with one another. And... Yeah, we can come up with all sorts of excuses. We'll lower the bar because it's most comfortable for us. And, you know, we, we get complacent then. But I love how our conversation right now is is centering around that we can't judge <laughs> other people. 
in that yeah. context. Because I, I still am wrestling with this idea of the weaker person because there is that existence and, and Paul is addressing it. And so is it, is it the spiritual weak? Is it the physical weak? You know, where, how do we, how do what's we a define? practical mm-hmm. way of how we are to come alongside uh, somebody else? Because in the grand scheme of things, I don't care how weak I might feel, there's probably somebody weaker. <laughs> whether it's, you know, an understanding of scripture or it's uh, something that is uh, the, the doctrinal things that maybe I just feel inept or I, I'm not ready. I'm, I'm weak in that. There, I still can potentially impart a spiritual nugget of where I've learned in my experiences to somebody else who might even be weaker. Mm-hmm. And so how, how can we wrestle with this idea that there is the strength of what God has given me versus the weakness that mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe still exists in which, myself which, and others. A question I had based on, on what came up this weekend is, you, isn't there some variability to this? I mean, you can be with or without strength at certain times. You can be, be struggling in weakness at mm. certain times. It's not a black and white. To you, I'm the stronger from here on out. Or to, to me, you know, you're the weaker. But... The, I, I see the body of Christ coming together and, and discerning where where can I pour into somebody yeah. else. Maybe it's just um, a constant humility, too. Right, and that's yeah. and that's the key word there. Now, I think. now again, the context. Uh-huh. If we go back to chapter fourteen, yeah. verse one, mm-hmm. Paul does set some defining uh, boundaries here in definitions. Now, accept uh, the one who is weak in faith, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but not for the purpose of passing judgment on his opinions. So he's talking about one who's weak in faith. Good. Yeah. So okay. he goes on in, in that chapter 14, as we saw last week, mm-hmm. to talk about weak in faith in terms of one's position of grace or one's position in the law and in legalism mm. and how we define our relationship with God. Exactly. And so um, uh, I think that that is the overarching mm-hmm. kind of governing yeah. thought here is... Um, and, and, but to your point, Caleb, we, there are times that we can, we can, um, we can become weak in faith and, Mm -hmm. and, and we can question things. Um, and, uh, whether it's, you know, where was God when this happened? You know, you can be going along and be viewed as a very strong follower of Christ and, you know, grace oriented, and then something occurs in your life. And all of a sudden you find yourself in shambles emotionally, whatever. And yeah, people can come alongside and judge and say, well, I thought you were strong in faith. Hmm. Where's your faith? Hmm. Uh, you know, Hebrews 11, we're the faith chapter. Um, and um, we, we have to be careful not to judge each other. But have you walked in their shoes? You know, how would you? Mm-hmm. So th- th- this passage, again, I think is, is not saying pull away from people. It's saying move towards people, um, but, um, but do it in, in an attitude of acceptance, of, of love, of bearing with yeah. their, their weakness. Come alongside. Spiritual weakness is, is the focal point mm-hmm. in faith. Where, mm-hmm. where, are we, where are we struggling right now? Um, Christian life is not meant to be lived in isolation. We are mm-hmm. uh, we are members of the body of Christ. Uh, he talked about that in the, you know chapter twelve when he talked about our, our placement in the body. Have a proper assessment of who we are in this concept of the of the body of yep. Christ. But we're not to live our lives in isolation. We need each other. We need stronger brothers and sisters in Christ to help bear what our weaknesses. And we and and obviously, like you said, you know, Scripture points us that we're called to do this. 
because we're capable of not doing it. We're yeah. capable of not loving. We're capable of not accepting. And and so there is this call, almost this uh, almost benediction in verse four. You know, now may the God who gives perseverance and encouragement grant you to be of the same mind with one another, according to Christ Jesus, so that with one accord you may, with one voice, glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And there is this call to be like, yes, guys, this is what we're supposed to do. Mm. Be of the same mind, have the same voice all through Christ, bringing him glory and honor. And, and it's, that, it's that kind of call to live a life of worship, live a life of service to him, live a life that is in community, like you said, Mark, around one another, because yeah, we're capable of <laughs> not caring about other people. Right. I'm, I can fully admit that. That's right. my natural bent. I, I don't. I'd rather be just by myself and not around other people and not care and serve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I just received an email um, just today from somebody who I found it was just incredible that he reached out um, to a big group of people saying, uh, my mother is very sick and I'm not going to be able to do things. Can you just bring me some milk and, and help around the house? That just came through my thread. And so, yeah, I mean, what's, what's the reaction to that? Am I going to help serve and accept and care for other people or am I going to live in isolation when you, and not benefit the body? You yeah. mentioned the humility piece earlier, which that verse too, it's, it's for the neighbor's good for the neighbor's edification, not our own. And I think we can read these passages and, and think, okay, this is telling me what I need to do, but it's it's actually just clarifying what they need. It, yeah. it is about them and, and, and interacting with them in a way that glorifies God and brings unity to the body. And what's cool about that, and I'm speaking just from experience in the local church, is when we do serve one another and 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 we can experience that service as well. I have been served by people in this church as well as I learned to try to focus on on mm-hmm. serving alongside them if, the, if mm-hmm. that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that's just what's so cool about putting it into practice and really realizing like if we're focused on what we can get out of it. I mean, we are not we don't want to be taking away from the church experience. We want to be contributing to it and experiencing that contribution together. And, and yeah. so, and, define accept then, because we're we're kind of getting a little maybe off track of where the passage is going. I mean, we're accepting others who might be weaker in faith, yeah. right? And being of the same mind. So, hmm. what does that really look like when it flushes out in a church, especially our size, Mark, <laughs> where we have a whole breadth mm-hmm. of people and you giving a sermon trying to hone in on all different spiritual maturity levels and different uh, levels of faith, if you want to call it that. How do we really accept one another when we're all on different levels, essentially? Well, and that's, that's why it's hard to accept. I think we, we are far, it's far easier to gravitate towards those who are most like us Mm. uh, spiritually at all levels. But I think, again, the context is talking about spiritually speaking, Let's let's face it. You can be around some people that will just drain you, <laughs> you know, because they're they're concerned about issues of life or they're, you know, complaining or whining about something, you know, in life. And it's like you just want to grab them sometimes, shake them, and say, "Do you have a living God or don't you?" You know, well, grow <laughs> up, you know, and and easier and not to be around those people. It's right? easier to be around, not around to not be around those people, and this, which is why. A couple of times he uses the word perseverance and encouragement. Mm. I mean, it mm. takes perseverance because it's much easier to accept. And that word I explained, I think, has the idea of to, to receive into your circle of, of friendship. It was mm. to to not be 
standoffish or, or push people away or, or pass them along the side of the road like the Good Samaritan. You see them, you know, oh, I think I'll go down the other hallway because the last thing I want to do is get caught up in a conversation, get sap my strength and, uh, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, hmm. so accepting is is moving towards someone in friendship, in love, in encouragement, hmm. um, like God did to us. And again, as as Christ, yeah. so again, he sets example. What did God do to us while we were yet sinners? You know, Christ moved into our life, into our world, reached out to us. Mm-hmm. And again, the Good Samaritan. He bandaged us up. He didn't walk beyond us. He hmm. he accepted us, hmm. even at cost. And so I think that's this idea of 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 it involves time. It yeah. involves maybe financial. It, it just it's an mm-hmm. investment into other people's lives. Now, um, it it is for. Um, as he said, it is for their edification. Mm. And that was one of the things I brought up. Mm-hmm. You know, we just don't, Paul is not saying that we just befriend of someone and, and just be there, listen to them and just kind of try to force yourself to enjoy their company and persevere. And, you know, yes, but for what end? Mm-hmm. For their edification. And if they're weak in faith, you, 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 that's, you, you, you can sniff that out pretty easily, just as people can sniff out our weaknesses in faith <laughs> easy enough. <laughs> and so we need to have the concern and compassion enough for other people to persevere, to bear up long with them for the purpose of helping them grow in the grace and knowledge discipleship. of the Lord. We it's use discipleship. that word a lot, and sometimes it's this ambiguous word. What does that really look yeah. like? And then we've tagged relational discipleship to it to that's really right. help kind of put some meat on those bones yeah. to understand. And so it's that perseverance yeah. of long suffering patience with somebody that you'd rather not hang out with almost, but it's for their edification, it's for, for their, their edifi- growth, for their spiritual maturity. That's right. Discipleship. Now here's the right question. There. If they're not responding to that, I mean, what was it? You spend a month, you know, or five months or three years. <laughs> I mean, at some point, um, and again, this is all about walking in the spirit. It, it you know, it, it, God is the one who has to set our agenda. Mm. We, we, we are clothed ourselves with Christ. We put on Christ and make no provision for the flesh, an earlier passage. And um, I think we have to be cautious about how we use our time, how we engage people. But that's all under the direction of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He sets that tone. But there might be a point in time and I, again, I brought this out, is that you, you don't just coddle people. You don't just accept them in terms of their spiritual immaturity. Edification is coming alongside them and, and discipling them mm-hmm. and, and, and helping them see. And wh- where are the weak points? Where are they not trusting the Lord? You know, the scriptures say, what a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So you're working with somebody they're weaker. They're they're struggling in their faith. Their 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 eyes are not on the Lord and walking in full faith with Him, in spite of their circumstances. Their eyes are on their circumstances, and they're 
and quite frankly, hanging around people whose eyes are on their own circumstances, it, it's not fun. It's draining. You know, mm-hmm. people who are all wrapped up in themselves make a very small package, yeah. and it can be draining. So we are called upon to help people. What, what are you thinking now? Where is God in this process in your life? That's the enduring. That's the mm-hmm. process we, we make. And you said it could be a month, it yeah. could be a year, it could be three years, and we can get frustrated and discouraged. That's right. And we might not see change. And you know what? But all throughout that time, I'm looking at this passage, and the word that stands out to me is bringing glory to God. Mm-hmm. You know, verse six, with one, one voice, glorify God. Verse seven, we can accept one another to the glory of God. And then even further down, it, there's another phrase of, for the Gentiles to glorify God. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I think throughout that process, we're still bringing honor and glory to God by walking in the spirit and showing somebody who may be weaker that, okay, here's an example of what it can look like, whether they receive it or not, whether they have that Holy Spirit led change or not, if they continue to walk in the flesh, you've done, we've done our part. On the same token, if we're the ones who somebody's discipling us <laughs> and showing us, you know, there's this level of having the humility to receive it and to, to accept mm-hmm. that conversation from the receiving end. You know, it's not just us going to disciple somebody else who's weaker. We we could be the weaker ones too. And, and all that just comes back to a, a large view of ourselves and each other and a small view of God mm-hmm. to, to where church is this social scene. It's this dance. It's this, you know, mm-hmm. I saw something, uh, a post the other day, a young person uh, a friend of mine actually on Facebook said the reason she doesn't go to church anymore is because the the dad that would walk in church with her is not the dad she experienced in the car on the way there. And there was this like putting on a front, basically. And if we're not careful, we run the risk of stuff like that where we're just who are we interacting with or what are they going to think of me and this. And we do. It's very easy to walk into a building and forget about God because there's going to be all this stuff you can focus on instead of remember like this is for him mm-hmm. this, the worship for him the preaching for him the mm-hmm. the the walking out the doors for him and, and we're all fallen people that walk into this building mm-hmm. right you know, right so accepting one another yes we, we got all accept each other of mm-hmm. being fallen valuable mm-hmm. people yeah and again uh, Christ is the model and he is we're to imitate him and that only comes by we aligning ourselves um, and appropriating the strength and the power that is not that we are incapable of, of, of doing, but can only be mm-hmm. um, drawn upon from the, from the power of God. Uh, he's the example. And that's why we, it says, that's why we go to the scripture. That's why we spend time in word, because mm-hmm. it's through that, that we get persevering strength. We get encouragement. And it says, uh, so that we might have hope. Yeah. I mean, the only hope we're going to get is the fact that, wait a minute, look what God has done. Look at the greatness of God. You, mm-hmm. you, 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 you're, 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 Studying the Bible, you're reading it, uh, you know, an account of, you know, David and Goliath or whatever it might be. It has nothing to do with, say, that person you're encountering or meeting with. But it has everything to do with God because look at what David did to the Goliath, how God used David and the five stones and all. The, and all of a sudden you get encouragement. And the Spirit of God will relate that to your your time with this person mm. you're, you're, you're frustrated with mm. because you realize, wait a minute, it's all about God. Mm. And he can do exceeding abundantly beyond. Just be faithful. Just keep persevering. You, there's the encouragement in his word. And he'll accomplish his purposes. And he'll tell you when it's time to to maybe pull away. Hmm. If a person's not willing after so much time, 
uh, look, there's plenty of other people who might be. So God may say, okay, yeah. um, I, I'm, 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 fin- I'm going to put you on the back burner for a while. And mm-hmm. I want you to work with this other person who is there. They are hot to trot. They hungry. are ready to go. <laughs> They're yeah. hungry yeah. For, for spiritual things. Yeah. That's okay. good. Mark, yeah. I accept you, man. Oh, thank you. You're, you're awesome. I'm glad uh, I can sit next to you. What, <laughs> what can we... Uh, I endure you, Caleb. Persevere. I mean, <laughs> oh, that wasn't I, the right word. I endure <laughs> Mark, I have hope we, for you, Caleb. What can we point people towards before we get out of here? Well, we are using the almost a new phrase, but it doesn't. it's not a new thing here at FBC, that we're calling everyone to grow and connect and serve. And whenever you think of different activities and events that are coming up here at FBC, you got to think in light of what our mission statement is, um, preparing and deploying dependent disciples. But we all want to grow. We need to connect with each other and we should be Mm -hmm. using our gifts and talents to serve. So there's opportunities for all of that. Ministries are in full swing here in in the church in the fall. And this Saturday is just an opportunity to connect. It's another fellowship together event that we've had a couple of those during the fall. And as we've... During the summer. Yes. Thank you. Coming up in the fall. Thank you. Slip here saying as we are ending the summer, we're launching into fall with a new fellowship together. Yeah. Water day. Water day. Wow. So it's going to be just a fun three hour experience of having water slides, having water games, relays. There's going to be a little bit of food that you can come just bring some cash and, and, and buy. And we're also asking in conjunction with this theme of water, um, that there is the new focus that we're going to be launching called Overflow. You'll be hearing more about that. It's related to water. You're going to be seeing some cool water fountains in the church and buildings and seeing pictures and images of water overflowing out, pouring out God's love. In light of that, we want to just show some love to the people in the community. So we're asking, if you can bring a case of bottled water, we're going to take that case of water and donate it to Winchester Rescue Mission. And so it's an awesome. opportunity to serve and give to the community a little bit of water that they need. And according to my weather app, Saturday will be just put out kind of upper 70s Looking and nice. beautiful day, yep. um, mm-hmm. dry. And so that's going to be fun. So we'll have a spot all the bottles can come to yeah. that day? Yep. Okay. There'll be signage for all cool. that. And you bring a case and we'll, we'll donate it. Along the same idea of connecting, um, if you're not a part of a community group, this is the season where community groups are now getting back into gear. And we are having the sign-up opportunity, just a one-hour open house called Group Link on Sunday night, September 12th. So put that on your calendars. If you're not a part of a group and you're thinking, man, I need to get more connected with people, rub shoulders and meet some new people and grow in my faith a little bit, that is going to be the opportunity. So there's an, as of now, I've heard of 22 different groups that have openings. Oh, so good. there's going to be a really good opportunity for you to find a match of the time of day, the day of the week, and if there's children's ministry, child care for you or not. So come for that and um, start praying about the opportunities to, to get plugged in. Awesome. Yep. Cool. Thanks, guys, for being here. As a reminder to our viewers and listeners, you can find us all over the place. Just Google Sermon Spotlight. We pop right up. FBCVA.life is where you can find all the local relevant info. The fact of the matter everybody is that sermons are not meant to just take an hour, but rather transform a lifetime. Until next week, much love. God bless.